0: Welcome to the Fat Lot of Good podcast. I'm your host, Helen Thorne. I'm a comedian. I'm a writer. I'm owner of Juicy Jugs and Wobbly Thighs. And it is a delight to have you with me today. We are very lucky to start this podcast with the wonderful, fabulous Clemmie Telford. Hello, Clemmie. Welcome. Hello, Helen. Hey, we're sitting in my kitchen. Uh, We've got a lot of biscuits, both vegan and... One's full of butter, and I'm thrilled to have Clemmie. Clemmie, I've known for how long now? Clemmie, quite a while, you know. Yes, we've 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 done lots of things together. We have done wonderful, empowering motherhood talks. We've drunk suave. We have drunk a lot. I love suave. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's <laughs> no, a personal joke. I love I love a white wine. But um, Clemmie and I also have got our kit off together a couple of years ago uh, for the wonderful Warrior Woman. Oh yeah, project. we did. Didn't we? Yeah, when you were just pregnant, I was and couldn't tell anyone and felt hideous. Yeah, that's that's always a nice. Yeah. Yeah, like when you're in that sort of bloated bit. Bloaty, sicky. <laughs> and you take your clothes off. Hurty boobs you yeah. <laughs> get. Yes, exactly. Um, but for anybody who doesn't know Clemmie Telford, uh, would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Yeah, this is always tricky when people do this.
0: I am
1: Clemmie Telford on Instagram. I have a blog called Mother of All Lists, which is a collection of first person stories about everything from fertility to divorce to work-life balance, the whole lot, and um, I'm a mum of 3 and I am learning to find positivity with my body. Excellent,
0: excellent. We'll just get straight into it. Describe your body.
1: Oh, wow, what a question. Um I also have big boobs.
0: <laughs> they're <laughs> very nice. I'm looking at them now, listener.
1: Yeah. They're, they're particularly big at the moment because I'm still breastfeeding, so they're they're yeah, most massive. Um and how do you describe your body? I don't I don't want to tell you what size I am because that feels irrelevant yes exactly but then it's kind of interesting um I'm a, I'm a size 12 to 14 and I yeah I have dark skin and I'm quite athletic and this body as I said has grown three babies so hats off to it
0: now and your last baby your most recent baby a <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> little gorgeous girl called now you had her at home is that right I had my second and my third baby at home oh how fantastic
1: yeah and
0: how did that sort of change your relationship with your body having having that sort of it
1: changed it absolutely fundamentally so yeah two planned home births after a quite complicated first um birth and I did them both with just breathing them out which sounds really hippie but it's absolutely possible. However, once you've done that you have utmost respect for what your body can do. Mm. I remember after Woody my second thinking, God, if I can if I can breathe a baby out of this body I can actually do anything. Yeah. And it's the first time you really realise that women are definitely better than men.
0: I, I would agree. I think that's the podcast done actually. <laughs> um yeah. No, I, I've had both. We're sitting in my uh lounge right now and this is where I gave birth to my son. And I do think that there is something quite extraordinary about and I, I was I must say I'm very lucky everything sort of worked. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just breathed Hugo out. I mean it did fucking hurt. Let's not yeah, let not muck about it. This is a really yeah. frustrating thing, like well, it's just
1: because you have a home birth it doesn't it's it is the most intense challenging thing you'll ever do, but I think by the end of your pregnancy, you're so ready for it. You're, psych-
0: you're psyched up for it. Yeah. And, yeah, it's the best thing ever, isn't it? It does feel like you've sort of been working towards this moment because I think, uh, you know, as a teenager, you have such a strange relationship with your body. Mm-hmm. You know, you grow these boobs that feel really foreign. You've got hair on your body. You get pimples. You get stretch marks. And... um that relationship changed so dramatically after an experience like that. And I'm sure it's the same if you do a marathon or you do something where you overcome a great great difficulty. Yeah, when it proves its capacity, like its huge capacity
1: to you. It might actually be my... Birth, her daughter's birthday last week So I, I spent the, the day crying Because I always do <laughs> I was trying to Are try, you a crier? Yeah, you, yeah I am for things like that I'm really like Yeah But I was trying to explain to my husband That that high you get After giving birth Is like nothing Nothing on earth is it? And you're never going to get that kind of Yeah Amazing feeling, and also with both of mine, I had pizza within two, like, with about an hour of giving birth to them. And there is nothing more joyful than <laughs> cramming pizza in your face with a newborn. Oh, tucked by your boob.
0: Going back, so how was your relationship earlier on? So, like, when you were a teenager, how did you sort of feel? So
1: on reflection, my attitude towards my body was pretty terrible, to be honest. I am one of five kids, and there's two other girls, and my mum—not all of them—are very slim, and so I was very aware that I was the curvier one of the family, with the with the bigger um, appetite. And then I went to a girls' school. There were 180 girls in my year in each year, so it was like a mammoth. Hormone fest. That's a lot of yeah, it's a lot of oestrogen. <laughs> blind leading the blind, and yeah, it was definitely knew that I was in one of one of the bigger girls. And mm. as soon as you get typecast, that it, it's a vicious cycle, isn't it? Because you're the the last we pick for PE, and then if you don't, at that point I hadn't discovered exercise, and yeah, didn't have a good good relationship with my body
0: no I, I was the same and I look back at me I was always the last to be picked for everything uh and um it's so like you can feel it in your core when you, you think you about carry that it, it you is really tattooed do. on you like it is a baggage that you carry with you even even when I exercise today like I went for a run uh this morning uh, you still have that with yeah. you who's looking at me and you know you you, you overcome it you know slowly Mm -hmm. slowly but they they really wound you
1: and I think we're probably quite similar in that I was always creative and um in in that world but it's not that hierarchy is there if you're the creative person you're not the first to be picked for drama so obviously yeah but you are you there is that yeah well definitely for my school the sporty girls were the, the ones who ruled the roost so yeah oh
0: oh yeah we we had well I'm Australian and so yeah that was that was the creme de la creme were the as I like to affectionately call them the country netball sluts <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I think I think that's the thing and I think it's really interesting and I really want to talk about this whole body positivity yeah. movement is that although we can say that we love our bodies and we all want to champion them yeah I mean I don't there's a there's anything wrong in saying you still feel all those feelings
1: yeah exactly I think that I'm not aiming I think body positivity I can't imagine it's a place I'll ever get to some people talk about body neutral neutrality and I think mm. that's where I want to be like could I ever look in the I look in the, bo- the mirror and respect my body but I'm not gonna be like I love it I can't imagine that
0: yeah, that's and that's. Do you feel like you're genuinely in that place? Uh no, because I, 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 I mean today, and I'll be honest. I looked at myself in the mirror in the nude before I hopped into the shower. I thought, look, I'll, I'll give myself a good look, not on the inside bits. <laughs> uh, if you're listening, Ellie Gibson, I haven't had a look at my own vagina just yet. I'm on a journey there. I really am. Um, but I looked at, it and I am, I'm literally covered in stretch marks and yeah. and marks and all those sort of things. And I'm proud of each of yeah. those. But yeah, I'm sure there's there's bits that I can improve. But I do love what. I have now and love my body more than I did yes. than ever before and that's been a really yes, I long guess it's journey. stopping
1: that negative yeah I don't have those conversations with myself where I well not too often where I I'm horrible about my body
0: no and I do because I had really I mean I was I was blessed I had stretch marks and I had really bad acne as a nice little topper <laughs> plus being in the debate bit team and playing the cello I mean I was <laughs> yeah. I was gifted I mean I was I was a bully's wet dream I was back then I was weird uh, I was, no
1: you weren't weird Don't I was just
0: you. no no no. I was I was I was I was waiting this Wait. is I'm, I'm yeah. peeking now um but yeah I, I still yeah they still uh, it was very hard time and I remember looking in the Mirror, going. I had so many pimples and just crying and not leaving the house and not going to parties and not going to things.
1: But the only perk for me of that time is I did have big boobs back then, which meant you could get served quite early. See, that's yes, that was I could get bags and alcohol.
0: Yeah, quite young (laughs) and hide them in your boobs. So hide them in your bra. So there (laughs) were. It wasn't all bad. No. Now, I want to talk about now, because you've spoken really openly on Instagram about exercise and um, and also uh, throwing out your scales. They were yes. two big things that yep. have really resonated with your followers.
1: Yeah. So actually, the, the first step towards that was having a daughter. Mm. So Greta was born last February. And the, a strange thing happened where people were talking about her body a lot. So I have... I breed really chunky babies which is absolutely they're gorgeous. gorgeous they're gorgeous so and lovely. my boys were chunky and people talked about it but Greta when people started talking about her thighs and mm. her chunkiness I could feel myself recoiling. yeah I was like hold up there's definitely something going on here and at that point I just suddenly realized that I needed to deal with my own issues as a mother so as not to to carry them over to her. And yeah. so that was a, and it's not that boys don't have issues with their bodies, but it was a very stark wake up moment for me that yeah. this, yeah, whatever my feelings are about her body and my body, it needed to stop. Yeah. Um, so she, not that long after that, yeah, I, I was talking to someone, I think it might even have been Clemmie Hooper about weight and scales and said to her that I weigh myself every day, thinking nothing of it. And she was like, you do what? And I, I was like, "What is that weird?" And she's like, "That is terrible." And I didn't even think that it was a thing. Mm. And off the back of that conversation, I got rid of my scales. And part of it, it, I was just going through the motions of doing it and didn't really believe that it would have a massive impact. But it has—it's changed everything. Actually, mm. you don't realize how much standing on those scales, getting the number, whatever number it is, was shaping everything. Yeah. Um, and again, on reflection, I weighed myself within about 24 hours of giving birth each time, which is not healthy, is it? But the weight lo- loss is fantastic. Isn't it? <laughs> quite rapid. Uh... You're like, oh, a couple <laughs> of stone, oh, that's never wow. going <laughs> to... But it's terrible that that is a moment of joy yeah. in amongst... You've just given birth. Why are you worried about the number on... Anyway. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I got, I got rid of the scales and and that's been huge. And then I've discovered... CrossFit which was the first time ever that I have found a form of exercise that I don't have to force myself to do yeah that I do because I love it and Bryony Corden talks about it in her book but exercising from a pace of self-love rather than self-loathing because mm. those hours spent in gyms going oh yeah you know in, in six weeks time I'm going to look like this or I'm going to have lost this and and you never quite get there and then then you fall off the wagon don't you whereas yeah. I'm do it now because it makes my head feel good.
0: I know it is, it is the best high apart from giving birth, obviously that's quite good, but that's not as easily, (laughs) easily done. (laughs) Um, But no, I, I'm I'm the same. And I had such a uh, terrible relationship with sport again, was never really good at it, did it because you had to, it's kind of compulsory to Australian life. But um, now I just, I can't wait to do it. I'm doing much more sort of weights and um, all that sort of stuff. And I, yeah. And I, i have thrown the the scales out as well have you yeah and i just think and i i had to get weighed the other day i had a 40 year check and everything else was fine in terms of you know blood yeah. sugar levels and yeah. all that sort of stuff but i am i am overweight but the woman said look you're healthy you eat well Did yeah just don't 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 overthink it and i've been to doctor's appointments before yeah. when they've gone look you've really got to lose some weight yeah. um and it was really refreshing I well, have to feel well, like had that like I'm okay. I
1: think when you have a one-year check with, so after the one-year check with Woody and they, for some reason, wanted to weigh me, and the, the nurse, who actually, as it happens, was curvy herself, was mm. like, oh, you're overweight. And it's like, I cannot believe you're having this conversation with me, like a year postpartum. I know I'm, you, you should be headed back to your normal weight, but why are we talking about this? You're not asking how I am, if I'm exercising. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I know that I'm healthy in myself.
0: Yeah, and also it's just about a feeling now. I used to yeah, yeah do it by clothes size yeah. and and all these numbers that you used basically as a as a basically a stick to beat yourself yeah. with. Uh, and now it's just like no, I feel great. I've been outside or I've lifted some weights, and then I've yeah. And it is it is transformational. Yeah. And I'm like, why aren't they teaching this at school? Why but- didn't I tell this to my you know twelve year old self? Basically, I know
1: now. Actually, I consider myself quite sporty. I mm. lo- I do love sport. I just. It was either are you a netball girl or are you a, into tennis. When that now, I, hopefully, there's so
0: many more types of exercise available
1: that everyone can find their thing, can't they?
0: Yeah, exactly. I think there's such a and the team sports and winning and all that sort of stuff. When you're doing weights and you're doing running, just you're just it's just for yourself and yeah. you run at your own pace and all that yeah. sort of thing. And I found also, yeah, I've I've tried diets before, but I just feel it's just all set up to fail. Yeah, and there's there's all these limitations. And now I just exercise with no goal other than having a lovely time because i mean hand in hand with the positive movement is the intuitive
1: eating movement as well which is what i'm i'm really into it's changed everything for me this year just taking all you realize you've got these complex rules around food i was like Mm. oh you know i can have chocolate on this day i only have pasta at the weekends and bit by bit i'd accumulated this complex thing and Mm. i got to the point again after having where i was actually like Do I eat carbs? Is it good to be having the fibre? Is it good for the GI? And I'd I'd written these rules for myself that I actually then couldn't even navigate.
0: This podcast is sponsored by The Fabulous Booby Doo. They have the best range of sports bras. Whether you're doing a yoga class, a jog around the block or running a marathon, they will have a bra to suit you and your boobs. I'm a big juicy G-cup and I have lots of gorgeous bras from them that keep my girls supported. Just go to boobydoo.co.uk to find your perfect bra today. That's B-O-O-B-Y-D-O-O.co.uk. And do follow them on social media too. That's at boobydoobras. Ready to pop the question?
1: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
0: You mentioned intuitive eating, Clemmy. Can you tell us a bit more about what that is? I don't know what it is, oh, listener.
1: I mean, for me, it's an absolute game changer and sits alongside body positivity. It really is is stripping everything back, taking away all the rules, around food and learning to trust your body. The fact is your body will self-regulate and you can actually see it in your children. They'll have weeks when they feel like they're stuffing their faces and then weeks when they don't eat very much and that yeah. is because that is what your body needs at that time. So if you take away all the rules and go right actually if you want that brownie, have that brownie. As soon as as soon as you allow yourself, quite often you don't end up wanting it anymore yeah. because because it's not it's not a thing um so yeah it's learning to really be in touch with the body understand what being full means which is something i've definitely wasn't in touch with and we we've, we've taught ourselves out of that but you go ah oh, there's my that yeah my body is full now i'm going to stop eating which is <laughs> mind blowing <laughs> It really is, but we are brought up to clear our plates, to finish our plates, and I really watch myself do it with the kids. Yes, they need to eat their vegetables, but actually forcing yourself to eat beyond the point of being full, and yeah, I I really, I really struggle to leave an empty plate. Yeah, I literally will cram that last bit in because it's there. Yeah, and yeah, so learning when you're full and learning when you're hungry too, because what intuitive eating teaches you that if you start. Starving yourself or withholding from food, which we all know we do, you then get to that dip often at like four in the afternoon when you're then cramming food in your face, mm. standing for me standing in the fridge, shoving it in because you've been hungry, yeah, and actually, if you'd have eaten what you when you were first hungry at eleven o'clock, probably you would have eaten a much more level level amount, so yeah it's it's it almost doesn't need a title because it is going going right back and just going listen to your body, it knows what it wants. Because I do find that, like, if you've you've overindulged over Christmas, then my body will naturally crave green vegetables and things like that. Mm. There are a couple of people who have been really influential to me in discovering this movement, one of them being um, Laura Thomas, PhD, as she is on Instagram, and she's got a book out called Just Eat It, and a podcast, and also Rooted Living on Instagram. Oh, wow. And they both talk a lot about this.
0: And yeah is it it's an absolute game changer I think so, and because' so many of the diets and so many of the things are about hard and fast rules, and you eat you know two hundred calories at this or you know a handful yeah. of nuts at that, and your body doesn't work like no, that. I've done all of those diets, mm. all of them, yeah, and then
1: that's the thing about this complicated layering of rules, like do I have carbohydrates or should you know I don't know I didn't know, I couldn't see the wood for the trees anymore, yeah, and there just no food should have rules around it, right mm yeah, I would never eat pasta during the week. What is that? Because I just got this thing that I shouldn't. Oh, wow. And I also would never allow myself to have toast. And now, once I started this eating journey, I then like just let myself have toast. And funnily enough, I don't want to have it all the time anymore. Yes. Because- because it's yeah, not so exciting once it's not forbidden food. Yeah, exactly right. So I went on holiday over Christmas and came back and had to second guess myself because my usual thing, having indulged on holiday, would be then to rein it back in, and it was mm. January, and I actually yeah, had to check in with myself and go, no, this isn't the way it goes anymore. Mm. You've done what you've done. Carry yeah. on as you are now. Yeah. Make good choices. And But you, it's
0: habitual, isn't it? We're all attuned to oh coming up to summer we're going to shape up or oh I know exactly and it's all it's all it's all punishment and um yeah and and also the whole body here I mean let's not let's not shy away from that either is that you know the shame of that and I remember as a teenager having hairy legs and having this chat, chat to, I mean it, that, that's yeah. against the law in Australia to even have buddy body air and, the, is and it? yeah I think so uh, and that uh, you, you need to be able to barbecue a sausage and not have any hair on your legs um, but yeah I just remember kids at school saying you know are you are you a feminist are you doing some protest? I'm like no but you're not asking the boys this no. like yeah as I did my shop you, <laughs> would you sh-
1: would you sh- leave your armpit? Harry yeah I do all the time but out of laziness
0: or out of oh like, I had a of... pure laziness <laughs> <laughs> that's all the <they're> same. <laughs> Oh I've been found out, listener. Oh
1: no. I'm not suggesting you might be Oh occasionally
0: I but, but I you've you not grown so, out your hair. No, I occasionally, you know, I'll be I think oh I probably should give it a go. And like because oh. they got so hairy, like they'll get stuck in the razor. Oh gosh, you do let it go quite far then if you're at that point. <laughs> yes, I can plait it. Uh the lovely, lovely bunches that i there. Anyway, um... Let, let's 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 say something uh, positive about body positivity. Um, what makes you feel sexy, Clemmie Telford? Exercise does. Yeah,
1: yeah. Exercise getting
0: your huffy puffy. Yeah, and sunshine. Yeah, the sunshine makes me feel good. Another question I want to ask: What is the most favourite thing you want to put in your body, or what's the most favourite thing? Is it is it booze? Is it food? Definitely not booze. It's food. I, yeah, I, I love food. Yeah, all that... kinds of food. Any of it. <laughs> You're not going vegan like me. I, I'm, no, I'm I'm mainly I, vegan at the moment. Listener, you know what,
1: Helen? You have influenced me. Mm. I'm, I've been I've been thinking about it. Yeah, I think I'm not. I wouldn't go vegan. I wouldn't go vegetarian. But I'm definitely being conscious of my choices and trying to make meat. Something that's a treat rather than a thing you just consume without mindlessly.
0: Yeah, and do you know what it's done for me now that you know I'm I'm such a good person, (laughs) such a good vegan? Why I'm doing that voice because that's what vegans sound like. Um, is that it's made me cook different food because I would always cook spaghetti bolognese, I would always have sausages, I'd always cook exactly the same things, and actually. Transitioning. Oh, what am I saying? When we become vegan. Who are you? I know, I don't know. Goodness me, with the vegan biscuits and your funny underarm hair. Um, but yes, it's made me cook and think about food differently. Now, um, I want to also ask you about your most embarrassing body moment.
1: Um, do you know what? I don't really embarrass by, about things like this very yeah. easily. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Now, now it, is. Now it is. now it is. Now it's coming. Now it is. I was once back home at my dad's house with all my siblings and fell asleep on the sofa and then woke myself up farting,
0: <laughs> which is embarrassing. Oh, well, that is brilliant. Yeah. You must have quite a quite a range. And yeah.
1: a... <laughs> um, what else? And um, Clemmie Hooper, again, had to art director shop for me after I'd had Greta, where... Uh, no, I should go back. Clemmie Hooper was my midwife for Greta, mm-hmm. and... She saw a poo come out of my bum and then tried to take a lovely photo of Greta and I and was like, I couldn't work out what she was doing when she was trying to get the shot and she was trying to stop the floater being in
0: the... (laughs) in the, in the <laughs> shop for me which Amazing is a true scenes. friend oh that is a lovely friend friend for life that she's seen all your bits yeah. and more Yeah, not everyone has seen your poo but she has <laughs> she has um, I was going to share an embarrassing moment I once when I was drunk as a uni student got so drunk that I decided to photocopy my tits oh yeah uh, In the in the college library and it's not a great thing it's quite not, hard to do it's not yes it is and also when it comes out they just look like two enormous fried eggs yeah it's not going to be pretty because uh, your nipples kind of go very wide and then I just saw all the <laughs> no. under boob and yes. the, like the one hair oh wasn't what you hoping for. no have you so, ever
1: tried to weigh, weigh your boobs as a fellow big boob person no oh the, I have oh it shows so how again body dysmorphic I've been because if you've got big boobs I'm pretty sure they weigh quite a lot huge amount so I've,
0: I've definitely tried to get them on a on a scale before I, I've done it by holding them like I lifted them up so I felt so you have tried to weigh the boobs y- yeah I have <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of how did you actually do it like, like well, I tried know, like to put like the, the scales on oh, the yes. table and flop then trying try
1: to flop them <laughs> It didn't give me the answer that I was hoping for But I, I think they're a couple of pounds each Yeah I think so
0: I mean I think that's a take home for the listener If you've weighed your tits why don't email us The way you do it is to do
1: with putting it in water Because you know that if you displace liquid That's a way of, there's a sum to then work out
0: You've thought about this a lot <laughs> I really want to know how much my boobs weigh Oh my god that's amazing <laughs> go. I'm gonna, I, That's that's homework for me for next podcast actually I'm going to weigh my boobs and Please let do. let, uh, let the listeners know <laughs> Now, I want to talk to you about... Because one of the things that I think really sticks with you is what people have said about your body. And can you tell me either the best or worst thing someone has said about your body?
1: Uh, well, growing up, I'm um, one of five kids and I've got brothers. So they were pretty awful. they mm. calling me horrible nicknames. Um but the best thing... Well, actually, we were watching a video the other day of when my boys first met Greta, and it's a lovely thing, and they're all kissing her, and they're like... And then Bertie, and my eldest, like, oh, but, Mummy, your tummy is still so big, isn't it? <laughs> I was like, what yes, darling, expecting? it is I only gave birth 24 hours ago. And then I'm, I'm going, but it's not that bad. Look, it's doing quite well. <laughs>
0: That thanks, <laughs> but <Bert. laughs> yeah, kids are great like that, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I, I've had three brothers, and they've all said lovely things to me, like, "Oh God, I hope my daughters don't get your thighs." Lovely. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, good. I mean, yeah. Anyway, not at all damaging. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> anyway, but I think yeah, like yeah, the best thing people have said to me is just, "You look great." Yeah. Not you've lost weight no, or she, exactly she all those sort of things. I don't so, think
1: we should be commenting on people's bodies full stop anymore. And once no. you start calling yourself out on it because that is often with female friends you know oh god you've lost so much weight you look great that shouldn't be a conversation and it's really hard because you do feel great when people say that
0: yeah i know it is it's like that you feel like you've won something like it's some kind of battle i remember going back to australia a few years ago and i said to i said to friends in the uk i've got to lose a bit of weight and i've got to have a few gigs lined up this is before the scummy mummies because i said that's the first two things what you're doing for work yeah Yeah, like, oh, you've lost weight. Oh, how's your comedy career? And I felt so, like, I had to prove myself. And that's a weird, it's a weird mindset that, like, oh, I have to uh, be really successful and thin, basically. Happiness Mm. is just not enough these days. Fat facts. I'm going to impart some knowledge onto you, uh, Clemmie Telford. uh, And I've scanned the internet Mm. for a couple of interesting body facts and the first one is do you know that the average human body contains enough amount of fat to make seven bars of soap that's hideous isn't Isn't it it? i mean it's a very strange thought that your body so all the fat fat? yes yes you could make (laughs) you could make seven bars of soap from your your thighs and your tits and your tummy Mm.
1: Uh mine would be mainly my tummy.
0: Yeah, me yeah. My 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 I'm more the saddlebags. Is oh, that yeah. what you call them in, in the UK? Yeah. Yeah, around your my, my chunky thighs. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, don't think. You don't, yeah, thick oh, thick, thick thighs. So that's what they say. Yes, or mermaid thighs. I like. Oh, ah, and the other, the other fun fact fact is that you have no sense of smell when you're sleeping. So that with fires must it must be a big problem that you don't sm- smell the smoke. Yes, or smell your husband's farts. That's what I was thinking. Maybe that keeps you together. Maybe that's a way of. Yeah. Uh, nature's way of keeping I'm sure you together. My
1: husband would say, and vice versa.
0: Oh, are you a bed well, Do you Like yeah. I like, I mean, we all are really. <laughs> exactly. I mean, there is no other joy.
1: How's veganism there. affected your bowels?
0: Oh, I'm quite tooty actually, because <laughs> I'm quite lentil heavy at the moment. I'm going quite heavy on the on the the, the, the pulses. barley pulses exactly. <laughs> a lot of kale and a lot of um yes, it, it is quite quite um uh, f- fragrant. <laughs> Some very, very earthy top notes to to my trumps. So, yeah, anyway, there's a fat facts for you. You've got seven bars of soap, uh, fat, and you have no sense of smell when you're sleeping. The Hall of Fat Fame. Now, I wanted to ask you who you think should be in the Hall of Fat Fame or who makes you feel fabulous. Have you got someone who inspires you or... I should have prepped for this. You I? should have. I mean, I did send you the questions my about fight well, She's not fat though, is
1: she? But I'm just saying that she's been the inspiration to sorting myself my own attitudes
0: out. Fantastic. Then Greta, Greta. you're going you're going in our hall of fame. Yeah. Excellent. I think she's an excellent start. She is the future. <laughs> exactly. Fatspiration. <laughs> now, um, to finish the podcast, mm-hmm. I would I wanna know what your mantra is. Or what do you um, live by? I live by
1: regret something you've done not something you haven't done mm-hmm. which is always good for everything isn't it yeah because yeah those things when offers come through you're like oh yeah is that worth doing yeah you never you never regret having a go at something yeah um that's my main one and then I've got inspired by holly the yes mums yes mum cards I've got a big sign on my wall which says everything will be okay and even in even in the worst moments things always will be all right
0: that's on my fridge really? I've got a
1: Holly yes Mom
0: card everything will be okay because okay. it, it will it will be fine
1: because there's, there's times when you're like blindsided and so deeply in this thing and then actually quite often 48 hours later it's all lifted and you're in a it, but you can't see the
0: whip of the trees so, that's yeah, right she's a clever woman that Holly she Gibbon. is uh, as uh, Ellie Gibson once said to me uh, it'll be tomorrow's fish and chips paper mm. and that's it Telford. I was going to call you Clemmy Hooper. Well, Clemmy Hooper, <laughs> uh, other Clemmy. <laughs> You've been an absolute delight. Thank you my so pleasure. much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. And where can people find you? I'm at Clemmie underscore Telford on Instagram and my blog is Mother of All Lists. Thank you very much. Well, and thank you, listener, for joining us on the Fat Lot of Good podcast. I've been Helen Thorne. The producer is Maddie Hickish and music by John Thorne. Please rate, review and subscribe to our podcast. We love you. Bye-bye.